listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. Yeah, there's Dan. There it Broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp headquarters here in wonderful New Hampshire, where actually I don't think any of us will ever look at the flu the same again. And joining me tonight, as always, underground and secure location to the north, the busy zombie lord himself, Lou Page. How are you? I am very good, and it still doesn't mean I'm going to get a flu shot. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> That's my first thought was, eh, maybe a flu shot's not that bad. But uh, speaking of not that bad, joining us all the way from the north, keeping the border safe on America's hat, is none other than Ryan Murphy. Hello, everybody. I, you know what? I have a question that I know is on a lot of people's minds. What is that singer saying at the start of our theme song? Is he saying... This is amazing! Because it is pretty amazing that we're back and talking about The Walking Dead. Um, he's actually saying this is a biting. This is a biting. Like oh. a zombie biting. Um, but I also like amazing. It, okay, can I... Good. Why is he saying this is a biting? It was just the clip I pulled, man. It was the mm-hmm. clip I pulled. Well, I mean, I and many of the right people that listen to this show believe it to be this is amazing. I also believe this is amazing. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, well, we can just out. stop the show now. <laughs> We're good now. We've hit our peak. This is amazing. Oh, we, uh, we got this. So uh, I know we got a lot to talk about this week. We have um, a little show that came back that I think some of us were kind of excited about. Um, <laughs> but first, um, I, I want to talk a little bit about uh, something that Lou Page has been playing, Resident Evil 6. Ooh. I know we want to talk about Walking Dead, but just let's just get this out of the way real quick. How do you, how do you feel about it? Give us a brief little review. Uh, I'm about halfway through. Um, the game is divided into four uh, scenarios. You play as uh, four of your the, your favorite heroes, basically, from the game. You play as Leon, Chris, Wesker's son, who's new, and Ava at the end. And I've played through Leon, and I'm about halfway through Chris's story. And Leon's story is long enough to be a game of its own. I kept waiting for it to get over. I'm like, this is fun, but when's it going to end? When's it going to end? Oh, my God, it's still going. <laughs> I still have four more chapters with other characters. You're kidding me. Oh. So, I mean, Leon's story is good. Chris's, so far, the story is interesting if you like Resident Evil, but the gameplay with him is more actiony. Like, they're trying to be basically... Uh, Gears of War, but hmm. without the clever mechanics. Yeah. So Japanese ge- Gears of War is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And I'm constantly running out of bullets with with him. So is because, this... Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's like they give you a full clip and you have like two spare clips and it's like, you're out. And you're like, are you kidding? All 30 rounds are gone? I only killed one guy. <laughs> so is this a game that you probably wait for for a sale? Yeah, I I picked it up uh, Steamhead on sale like two weeks ago, and I think it was five bucks. So I bought it through that. 
Uh, and, and for five bucks, it's amazing. If I had paid sixty bucks for it, I'd have been pissed. <laughs> yeah. Now you well, got it on a Steam sale, correct? Yeah. And the thing I will give it credit for, it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Because uh, I built my own PC a couple months back, and this kind of feels like it pushes my PCs, like it's stretching its legs now. The game is absolutely gorgeous. I've but, seen a lot of videos of gameplay, and I thought the same thing. Just it looks like a, it just looks great. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I think that's. I played a demo on the Xbox, and if there's one thing we can, we can give it is that the graphics are, are really nice, and the Resident Evil series really did do great things with graphics you know i mean i remember my favorite resident evil game being the um the remake on gamecube and that that thing looked amazing Mm, that was delicious yeah Yeah, you just wanted to eat its brains all night if you know what i'm saying Yeah, absolutely and speaking of eating brains and video games i just want to throw this out there real quick um saturday november 2nd which is coming up pretty soon i Uh, forgot don't remind me there is a charity event going on where the three of us are partaking as part of the Gamers In team to stream video games for 25 hours. Oof. That is brutal. Ugh. We are part of the Gamers In team, I believe. How many people are we now, Ryan, since you're the team captain? Oh, wow. Um, yeah, we're a, a team 14. of... A, 14. Woof, man. We get people every couple of, you know, at least once a week uh, coming in to join our team. Um, and I'm really happy to say that as of this recording, we are a quarter of a way to our goal. Yeah. Um, now, and the event hasn't even started yet. And now, I know all three of us don't have any donations yet to our cause, but... Or unless, I'm sorry, Bob has fifty dollars. He was just about to say something. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, yeah. So of course, Bob has more than us. Yeah, Bob, Bob's just more dynamic than us, and and I, you know he's got a cartoon avatar where I put it. I put a chick in mine. I guess that didn't help. So, um, yeah, like uh, we the event is on the second, so we are still expecting donations to come in all the way through the event. Uh, Twenty five hours, as as Lou mentioned. Um, we are going to be streaming at uh, twitch.tv slash amovetv for the main sort of stage, and there will be lots of side stage presentations, um, which we will have more information on soon. But if you want a whole bunch more information, you can go to two places. You can go to bit.ly slash tgiextralife2013. That gets you to our Extra Life page. And then you can go to gamersinpodcast.com slash life. For all the scheduling information, where you can see the side stages, what games you can see on the side stages and the main stages, it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. But and there will be there will be video games. Eventually, be lots of video games. Oh, there's uh, going to be so many. Left 4 Dead 2, right? Yep, we're going to be yes. playing Left 4 Dead. I, people, okay, people loved that segment we did last year because we did. we didn't play wish. Left 4 Dead 2. We played how the fuck can we screw over Ryan this time? <laughs> two um but I still, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. i was re-watching our um you know and we'll actually include this in the episode uh post um you can watch our extra life uh zamp special from last year where we played left for tried to play left for dead 2 for an hour um we're gonna try and relive that that magic uh this year um and we're gonna have more information soon but there's if the, there's going to be a lot of stuff to watch. Um, this ad is almost over, I promise. There's going to be a lot of stuff to watch. 
you're going to be able to um, switch from different stages to make sure that you, you're constantly watching something you want to watch, and it's going to be great. There's it's so many people streaming. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, just, my goal my goal this year is to stream some more old games. Uh, at one mm. point, I'm planning on streaming Zombies Ate My Neighbors. So. Oh, the, the freaking uh, uh, inspiration for this named podcast. I don't know what you're yes, talking exactly. about. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Like, and, and in case people are wondering, like, what am I going to talk about zombies? Well, um, this show it happens... <laughs> It's pretty sporadically, so we figured we'd get as much in now as possible because it's it's less than two weeks away, Lou and Bob. Can you believe yes, that? Yes, I know. <sighs> so crazy. Twenty-five hours. Yeah. So just stay just stay tuned. Uh, you'll see it all over social media and what we're doing. It's extralife.org. You can search for the Gamers In Team, um, and you know, join us, have some fun, maybe even get some participation going with some Left 4 Dead Two. You can play with the Zamp Boys, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see where we can go with that. But first. <clears throat> Let's get into the news. We've got a few stories to talk about, and we'll get into what we've all been waiting for, Walking Dead talk. The virus has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions, and then is spreading rapidly. New York Comic Con, George A. Romero announces, well, Marvel Comics first teased a new zombie project. George A. Romero, he's working on it. How do you feel about this, Lou? I think if he's contributing, it might be decent, but his last few projects have not impressed me much. So yeah, I'm a little worried. I, 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 I will wait and give it a fair shake when it comes out, but I'm just... It didn't, uh, it didn't amaze me that he was helping with a comic. I was like, well, maybe his writing will be better in comic form. Hmm. But I don't know. I hope so. I don't know. Like I have a theory. I think he might be going senile. <laughs> um, <laughs> just you know, for the last few projects he's had, it just seems like they're going kind of weird, and he's just throwing ideas out there like, "Ah, have him meet a horse." What, George? What are you talking about? You know, um, I, I don't know. I, I think I, the- I, I, I want it to be good. Yeah. Well, I mean, here here's the issue. I mean, it's not his writing that's a problem. It's it starts at the roots. Like it starts at his idea behind whatever zombie thing he's going to tackle next. Like it if you have a shitty idea, then the dialogue that supports that, you know, plot description is going to be shitty as well. Like we don't it, it sounds based on this article that it's going to be a standard zombie adventure set in Manhattan. So that's yeah. in that's interesting um and i mean let's face it romero slapping his name on this thing this is a big win for marvel whether it's shitty or not i mean romero as much as we hate to think when watching uh what was it dawn of the dead day of the dead whatever it was survival of the survival of the dead sorry (laughs) all mixed together in my head um you know having watched that like as sucky as it is to say the romero name attached to something still means things to people so I think when these comics come out, whether they're good, bad, or mediocre, like people will still buy them like they're going out of style. Yeah, I think from a marketing standpoint, putting George A. Romero's name on it is really good. Mm-hmm. You know, there's uh, nothing wrong with that. The The whole idea itself, um, I, th- I think it's called Empire of the Dead. Right. Um, he will be... 
I guess from what I'm reading, it said it was delayed until January 2014, but he'll be at the New York Comic Con. Um, or was this old? This is old. Oh, so he was at the New York Comic Con talking yeah. about it. So I tried to find news from the New York Comic Con, but most of the stuff that popped up was whatever was in this article. So it wasn't right. too crazy. That's why I found that article originally, and I didn't update it because I didn't hear anything except what yeah. was already in this article. Makes me wonder how it's going over there. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> he probably tried to make them eat a horse or, you know, uh, talk or carry animals. guns or something. Get this, guys. will make the zombies smart. It'll be amazing. It's like, okay, guy with glasses. I don't know. Just Have the zombies shoot machine guns. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, it's good that he's with Marvel. I want to put him and Stanley in a room together. Oh god, they probably can't be in the same room together. There's a reason yeah. Stanley doesn't make comics anymore. He just goes to a bunch of co- like a bunch of comic shows. <laughs> like he's probably just as bad as Romero. I mean, I I don't know that for a fact whether Stanley is still making comics, but based on interviews he's been given lately, like maybe he's heading down the same route. He's still he's a little quirky, don't Until you think? We're gonna be in a home together. <laughs> the Avengers of Stanley and George A. Romero in oh, Old Man Place. Oh, I don't know. There's a there's a fake movie trailer in there somewhere. Well, um, speaking of going senile, uh, Michael Bay was allegedly attacked by someone who was acting like a zombie. <laughs> Maybe not exactly entirely true, but um, according to Michael Bay, um, he had an air conditioner thrown at him on the set of uh, the new Transformers movie, which most likely he deserved, you know? Transform this. I don't know if you see. Apparently, what I've read is the situation got stirred up because they needed to film in a specific location in China mm-hmm. and it was a vendor square yeah. and they told all the vendors that they would pay them a certain amount of money for the day to leave their stands and a gentleman said that he could have made 10 times what they were offering him for money in a given day and that he didn't want their money and they told him too bad you take our money and you leave and he apparently got upset picked up an air conditioner and threw it at him or attempted to and then several other people started to join in and Michael Bay described the scene as something out of World War Z. Yeah, he said there were seven big guys that tried to subdue this thing. There were this not this thing but this guy <laughs> and um this thing, this He's a people, Bob. Come on. And um I guess he tried to bite them. I mean <laughs> I think this is a far stretch. I think we're just we're more making fun of Michael Bay than we are talking Absolutely. about zombie content. I mean, like, does this make us as excited for you know zombies uh, confirmed Transformers Four? Like, that? I think that's what it's going on. I I just think this story is a little more. I'd pay to see that a little a little deader than the Transformers series. Well, most of the actors that are in those Transformers films do act like zombies when you really think about it. That's true. I haven't Very seen three yet, so I'm, I assume it's much worse <laughs> Is than anybody? two. Which one was? Did they make a third one? <laughs> I never saw the third one. Sorry. I know the second one had an amazing scene in a forest, but that was like halfway through. Like the third one does. Oh, the, but Disney where... doesn't own the rights to that, do they? Transformers? No. Yeah, they're not involved no. in Transformers. Wait, what no. would Disney have to do Star with it? Star Wars. But they are involved in something else. 
They are. Uh, oh, nice segue. Yeah. Uh, it's like, what's Disney got to do with it? Evidently Ryan, nothing. <laughs> Ryan doesn't know because um, Canada doesn't allow fun stuff up there. No. But, um, it's too cold uh, to watch uh, this film. Disney actually made a Mickey Mouse short where um, there is a zombie Goofy chasing around Mickey. It's only like three minutes and 50 seconds. You can find it on io9. But uh, I thought it was really cool. It has the old school style Mickey Mouse cartoon uh, that you remember from Disney from a long time ago. But, I mean, it definitely looks good. It's got an awesome looking zombie Goofy in it, too. And it, 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 it's very old school. There isn't a lot of dialogue. It's nope. very old fashioned uh, Disney cartoons, and I was really impressed. I think, I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge Disney fan, but I was like sucked in from the moment it started till the moment it ended. Yeah, it was really good. I mean, it, it had some funny stuff in it, had some a lot of humor, but a lot of good writing and everything. But the animation was really cool too. Um, but if you want to check it out, it's only three minutes and fifty seconds long. Uh, you can find it on io9 unless you live in Canada. Yeah, I don't know. It's not io9. It's the stupid Disney well, I YouTube. Found the, yeah, I found the... It's the, it's the YouTube channel. It's time to figure out a way to get into America, Ryan. No, yeah. I think it's Disney a, needs to figure out a way to get into Canada. <laughs> You're not going to get to watch the Star Wars movies either. I'm just saying. What? They're going to upload them to YouTube? <laughs> you <Yes>. wish. <laughs> oh, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Anyway, enough news. I'm done with that. I don't want to talk about news anymore. There's something else I want to talk about. We've been gone for a couple weeks, and um, we're back to do what we do best. Are you seeing We are now two episodes in to the new season of The Walking Dead. And welcome back to Walking Dead Spoiler Reviews, everybody. Yay! Da-na-na-na. And unless something <laughs> and unless something comes up, the plan is to do this every week. Yes. No, we are we're gonna try and go back to weekly episodes so we can talk about each episode in depth, you know. Yeah. Um, luckily, we just ran into a few snags this week. Yeah, my snags. Um, they luckily, were not pleasant. They were um, Bob snags. You do not want to touch those things. Don't touch my snags. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it means. I don't either. The show just got off the rails. Um, no, but really, uh, luckily for us, the first episode wasn't really that great. Anyway, um, uh, it was interesting but not exciting. Yeah, it was slow. I won't say it's not great. It was slow. So let's let's just jump right into it. So we're we're back a week later after all the governor incident stuff happens. That's where season four opens up. Is it a right? week? They said it, they no, said it's, it's like it's, a week it's and a half. Been, right? It's been two months. Oh, I thought he said a week. No, it's been two months. But when the new black guy said something, <laughs> didn't he say it's only been a week? No, but he's been there for a week. Oh, maybe because I think the idea they is that him. they've okay. been finding other groups, You're not right. just the governor I, group. I forgot. I was thinking something else. Obviously, not mm-hmm. right at all. Okay. Those are my snags. <laughs> um, Get off your so snags. Two months. Two months. <laughs> I gotta go grab my snags. Two months after the governor issues, um, where we last saw him, you know, by himself, kind of taken off. No one ever knows. And our group is back together. 
living mm-hmm. in the prison with a bunch of extra people. A lot of extra people. A lot of extra people. Uh, too many. You can't even learn their names. You just yeah. You, you're dead. You're dead. You're dead. Uh, yeah, that's how you you, you know. I, but see, that's the thing is that I think um, with with this new like large group of people, um, it's harder to look at face or uh, nameless characters and say, "Oh man, something bad's going to happen to that guy this episode." Because oh no, the, uh, uh, I don't want to say spoiler alert, but spoiler alert. as soon as as soon as uh, Herschel's youngest daughter started hanging out with that. Uh, other guy, yeah. I was like, he's dead before this episode is out. Okay, and sure enough, <laughs> like ten minutes later, he got bit, and I was like, yeah, I saw that one. Coming. I just, I mean, there are a few exceptions to what I said, but I mean, and that's one big one. But um, I think that uh, there are all are a lot of nameless characters in this season so far, and you know, they're all dying they they are all okay i guess my point is was wasn't very valid at all yeah there was a lot of death and i was kind of hoping that you know well, uh, the we'll, show would we'll use stay it on, let's stay on episode one yeah no we are yeah um it was a slow episode don't get me wrong how cool was that scene when the zombies were falling through the ceiling that was amazing that yeah, was that probably was the like the greatest scene I've seen in Walking Dead in a long time, just that first zombie that comes down and just dangling by his intestines. Mm-hmm. And well, it, it reminded me like it's moments like that where I am reminded of our dead decisions sort yeah. of issue where right. we were talking about dead decisions in the sense that like, can we keep it going and and can we even do dead decisions? We're not like the Walking Dead writers, but lately it feels like the Walking Dead hasn't been doing those zombie scenarios. Right. And this season has had them a lot of them so far. The first one being this: there's a helicopter, the the roof is unstable, and there's a bunch of zombies on top of it, and they're they're popping through the roof. What do you do? It's like evidently you run like hell. Yeah, one of your one of your friends is stuck underneath a, a wine shelf, and he's kind of a jerk anyway. And do you want to leave him? Um, so, I I love that scene. I just couldn't get over how great that scene was. Is just having zombies falling from the sky at you. Mm-hmm. Just when like you think you can deal with the zombies and walkers and stuff, you're like, yeah, it's all right as long as we don't get you know surrounded. We're good. Oh my god, they're falling from the sky. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Did anyone uh, get the idea that they're maybe a little too comfortable with what they were doing? Yeah, it, it, that's what it kind of seemed like. They were just kind of walking around. They knew they were going to be fine, you know. Yeah. And then, as Lou said, the younger kid that was trying to guess what uh, Daryl did for a living was like, yep, see ya, I'm gone. Yeah. Bit in the leg, in the face, now, in the back. That scene was interesting, but... In the snag. Do you feel like they're setting up that bald black dude as, like, a bad guy? I think he's going to be a problem. Okay. I don't now, think he'll be an intentional I, bad guy. I think that they're going to add a character that has a vice. And his vice is drinking, and it's going to lead to several people getting killed because he can't stay away from the drink. Mm. Yeah, because you could see the temptation in the bottle when he was at the in the store. But I felt like that was, you know, like I, it, it felt like that was a misdirection because at the start he's just really creepy. Like I want to pull my weight, and he's making weird faces and lingering a little too long in a shot, and it's just they're really setting he's- him up to be something. He seems like a guy that has post-traumatic stress. Right. And yeah. they're giving it as the drink is going to be his answer to dealing with the post-traumatic stress. 
So expect a story about addiction coming from his character. Maybe well, it seemed like he addiction. <laughs> it seemed like he had he had kicked the the habit because I mean he did stop from trying to take the drink or did he he dropped it or something I he put it back on the shelf and that's why it fell and that's why the zombies came tumbling down oh, yeah. it was all his fault I, I just feel like he's going to be the um uh the bad jinx for the group like he's just going to keep doing stupid stuff and getting them in trouble you but know he's not a stupid character he doesn't come off as stupid he comes well, off no. as just flawed or or he's either flawed or he is a mole that is anyone, my anyone else you know, anyone option. else in that situation feels terrible and they do a five minute thing about them crying about how they killed that other guy that guy's nothing nothing it was yeah. all his fault i don't know and he knew it it's pretty huh? it's pretty far stretched to blame like a collapsible shelf on zombies falling through the roof you're telling me that if you slammed a wine bottle down on the counter and then you got pinned underneath <laughs> it and someone and then i got attacked by zombies because of it that's you would what feel made bad? the zombies move oh i see Oh right, they heard the bottle. Yeah, okay, I guess I. Yeah, I'd, well, I'm Canadian, so obviously I'd feel bad. But I mean, <laughs> you'd feel you'd feel bad before we even got in there. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm sorry, guys. Eh, I don't know if we're gonna be able to kill these people with so, my hockey sticks. <laughs> the other things we got, uh, uh, Michonne, mm-hmm. <laughs> Blue Page. No, I, her character <laughs> is growing on me. She's not being whiny and going, "Give me back my sword." <laughs> Oh no! She's got that. She has her sword, but she's looking for the governor now. So she's like, "Where's my governor, guys? I need to kill him. Where's my governor?" But so, she also there was also a discussion where she was out and she came back with meeting other people. Right. There was a reference to that that she's returned with people before. Oh, yeah. they made a reference to her something about Macon. Which I thought was interesting because Macon is also uh, closely attached to the Telltale Walking Dead games. Yes. And yes. I know that the, there's been talk of the Walking Dead Telltale characters being integrated into the comic. Or am I thinking about the TV show being integrated into It's the one of the two. I don't remember. It'd be really interesting to see if they pull some of the characters from the video game into the, into the TV show in a similar fashion that they've done with the comic. You know, not necessarily... You know, just borrowing the characters, not necessarily like, you know, going by video game canon, you know? I don't think they'll do that, but I think that I wouldn't be surprised if Michonne's character makes a cameo in the new season of Telltale. Yeah. Oh, I don't like that. So, the (laughs) other thing, too, where we kind of leave off is in, um, you know, Bad Luck Rick over here finds a woman in the woods, and at first I'm like, he's seeing stuff again, but... um. (laughs) You know, he, they, and I'll get into the other part of this actress, but he pretty much, you know, takes precautions and says, you know, show me your husband and I'll let you know if you can come to the group. And uh, they get there, they get there, they get there, and she tries to kill him. Mm-hmm. Her, I, okay, so this is where I was a little confused. Okay. Her husband was a zombie. Right. Yes. But what did we see? Like, was it just a head breathing or something? Or Yes. I, th- I believe so. They like, never showed it. <clears throat> right. That's what I thought. I just want to make sure because someone else was like, it was a zombie baby. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Uh, um, no, it was, it was his head. <clears throat> that's what I thought. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. So, obviously, the, the craziest part is Rick, you know, she, she stabs herself and she w- wants Rick just to let it go, right? Because she wants to be with her husband. Mm-hmm. And, um... <clears throat> She, Rick told her he was going to ask them three questions. Three questions was, how many walkers have you killed? 
how many people have you killed and why? And I'm like, wow, those are three powerful questions, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if you're full of crap, it'd be easy to figure out that you're full of crap because you'd stutter and you wouldn't know how to explain the right. situation you had been in. Those are like the three perfect questions to ask someone when you're in a group. Yeah. You know, like, the first one's then, easy. I mean, you could answer it any way and and lie or whatever, but it's the last it's the last two that mean the most to right. what Rick is trying to uphold. And I think um, this was another one of those scenarios where I thought like this is a, and I know like I think us three give the walking dead show uh, like a lot of uh slack when it comes to this sort of thing like we're we're zombie fans so of course we're gonna like zombie content but i really thought that you know this sort of like was a reminder of shit it's fucked up there it's it's fucked up out there when you're alone you know like the the whole lost thing you know live together or die alone thing it's it's very true in the sense that this woman has gone freaking crazy and it's a pull straight out of the, the Telltale game. There was a... Thank you. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to spoil characters and whatnot, but there is that There's that exact... It's a role reversal where the, the husband has the wife's head, but, you know, it's it's it was an interesting sort of thing. Like, she was trying to bring Rick out there to feed him to her, his, her dead husband. Like, that's pretty fucked right. up. That's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Um... And the thing is, though, is when she's laying there and she's dying, he asks her and he asks her the three questions. And she says that basically he was the first person she tried to do that to. Tried to kill? Right. Yes. You were the first. He said, she said you were the first. And uh, Oh, I see. I missed that part. It was really hard to tell what she was saying. Um, well, she was stabbed in the stomach. Well, I mean, I'm not, but, you know, um, I'm not saying like, hey, I know you got stabbed in the stomach, but speak up a little, you crazy person. I no. can't understand a word you're saying. All right. Um, <laughs> no, but I just, it was, it's the same typical, like, you know, Rick just can't catch a break, man. Like he's trying to do the right thing over and over again. And well, that's the theme of the show. The theme of the show is, is that, but... you know what, if they, uh, people complain like that, the show or the comic or whatever is like, is just a roller coaster of shit. You're constantly going from, you know, an up a little bit and then your roller coaster just slams right back down into the shit constantly. Yep. Now, could you imagine if they had a season where everything went right? How boring would that be? It wouldn't be The Walking Dead. That's why they skip in between seasons. They skip time because it's boring to watch them, you know, start a farm and tell people where they should live in terms of what cell can be theirs and how to clear, you know. Yeah. It's boring. So So, it makes sense that Rick has bad luck. We're just not seeing his good luck because he was a happy farmer for at least two months. He was literally a pig and shit. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he was with pigs and shit. Yeah, he's with pigs and Uh shit, but you know what I mean. Yeah, and, you know, things were just seemed different for him. And here's how the episode ends, and I didn't even see this coming. I kind of felt, like, not the way that they did it, but in episode one, mm-hmm. you know, Rick sees that dead boar outside when he's talking to that woman. Um, then that kid gets sick, passes out, turns into a zombie. Was, That's how the first episode ends. It was very, um, so this is how we're starting the the conflict of the season so i season two or season two if we want to go back and talk about that we can but that'll be for later um episode two they started with a zombie outbreak from within the prison Mm -hmm. because of this kid 
That yeah. is absolutely like, and I, uh, you know, you have it in your notes here. It's it's scary, and yeah. I didn't expect it to come. Like I wasn't thinking that. Oh my god, people just have the flu and they can turn into a zombie because their their body can't fight the infection. You know. Yep. Um, that was uh, to me. I looked at. I was watching with Melina. I looked at her. I'm like, what a crazy way to go. Like you know, that's your conflict is getting sick. That's how do you stop that? <laughs> you know. <laughs> And I mean, it's um, it's it it it's right in line with what we talked about with our season four look ahead was that we believe that the first half of the season is going to deal with internal strife, and then the yep. second half of the season is going to be the governor returning. You know, and I think this. Uh, you said that. <laughs> did I say that? You guys didn't think I don't that. Know. I don't remember. I can't remember who said what, but I know that's what one of our conclusions were, and I think this is right in line with it, where we see especially in this episode where they start to deal with the possibility of uh, an outbreak. And um, I think this, you know, this, uh, this is an example of why I think, you know, Robert Kirkman and, and how he added the whole everybody's infected rule, you know, and as soon as you die, you're a zombie is it gives them a whole new layer to play with when they're coming up with these scenarios. And I didn't even think about what if someone unexpectedly dies and, you know, no one's awake to deal with the outbreak, you know? No one saw it coming. That's just it. Like, you, you prepared yourself as best you could, and, you know, you fortified your fences, you are ready for the zombies, ready for any sort of outside attack, and then this. <laughs> like, someone gets sick and turns into a zombie, and a lot of deaths in this episode ensue from that. A lot of deaths. And, um, the thing I didn't get was not that they needed to um, lock themselves in, but if I was in a prison like that, I would have the key to my own cell and I would lock my cell every night just in case somebody went crazy. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want them to yeah. be able to get at me. Absolutely. Like it just, it just when they just had like sheets hanging up to cover each door, I was like. Are they stupid? Well, keep in mind that they've been in there for and safe for two months. You know, most of the accidents happen outside the prison. The prison was has been fair, like they didn't mention any sort of issues within the prison. So I'm pretty sure people were just comfortable. And I don't think anyone, you know, saw people getting sick or especially someone as young as the two people that did die from this flu. Um, see them keeling over suddenly. You know, this is sort of caught them off guard. Um, Absolutely. It they, did. And like, yeah. Yeah, man. And <clears throat> to top it off, you know, you got people that are, you know, now you got to quarantine the area. Mm-hmm. You got to try and find the sick people, see who's really sick, and then separate them from the rest of the group and just hope that no one else gets sick, right? Well, or they can at least catch it and make, you know, part of the reason they died <clears throat> is that they fainted and choked on their own blood, right? Right. So when you're alone and that happens, then you have a, a very high chance of dying. Well, mm-hmm. you choke on your blood and you're going to die. But they mm-hmm. have a, it seems like they have a couple good doctors. It's not just uh, one leg McGee who got a new leg. So we yeah. don't, we, you know, they, we solved that issue. Remember they were going to kill him off because it was going to be too expensive <laughs> to show him legless. <laughs> green screen the leg. Well, there you go, Lou. We solved that issue. We gave him a fake leg. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that Pirate. and I was like, yay, I can applaud their t- decision. I think it's it makes still, perfect sense. He's still going to die this season. Nah, uh, well, maybe from a heart attack. I don't so, know. you're... you're f- <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of old, guys. You got to admit. <laughs> he's like Gandalf on the council. He's like... He's going to hang out with Stan Lee and... Uh, <laughs> what's his face? <laughs> George Romero. No, Herschel's still with it, I think. <laughs> I said a heart attack. So, mode. 
So here we go. We're get, we got the the play going on. We got people that are sick, and um, you know Tyrese his his girl there. They um they have to separate now because she's coughing up, and they don't know what's going on. And uh, all of a sudden, zombies start pushing on the fence. Right? Mm-hmm. They're just going crazy over this. Fence. Because we get a scene first though where someone's feeding the zombies. Yeah. Somebody because, inside. So there's a mole, so, and that's what I think that they're trying to. Again, I think that's why they're setting up. I don't know the guy's name, so I'm just going to keep... I'll call him alcoholic, alcoholic Man, you know? I think he they're setting him up to be the bad guy, and I think there's going to be a big twist where he's not the one doing the sabotaging. You know who I think's doing it? Who? Carl. Uh, nope, I have a theory. I think Carl's kind of come away from the dark side. Um, <laughs> I think... Do you know what my theory is on who's doing it? What's your theory? theory? It's the girl whose father died from the bites. Oh, you think she's like feeding Nick? She she keeps thinking like they're like people. And I think she's trying to feed them. I don't know. It seems pretty, uh, you know, pretty nefarious as to what's going on where they're like letting the zombies like bite half the rat and then leaving the rest there to lure them towards the, the and, and having them mash on the cage. I mean, I think that they, they're just afraid of getting bit. Uh, so they give the they give them as much of the rat as they can and then they leave the rest of them. So the rat for them. But to the problem through. is. The problem is, is they're they're feeding zombies. It <laughs> doesn't matter how much they're feeding them, but exactly the zombies all of a sudden go crazy over the one spot because someone's feeding them and tip over the fence, pretty much, right? So, yep. yeah, poor Rick. <laughs> what does he have to do? He has get to get rid his of pigs. his pigs. He um, takes Daryl with the truck and um, slices the pig open and throws it on the ground, and the zombies go chasing after the pig. That was brutal. It was hard to watch, man. Yeah. I'm not even gonna lie. That was a little hard to watch. Not because it was animal abuse. Well, that, but don't, well, make, don't it was me, animal don't, abuse. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm not, I don't condone any of that. But um, hey, I'm a, I, I'm a, I like bacon as much as the, the next guy. Yeah. I had Canadian bacon for dinner tonight. <laughs> you like, and I'm not you joking. You like bacon as much as the next zombie, but um, I, yeah. I, they like theirs raw. I like mine cooked, but you know, <laughs> yeah, and alive. But um, <laughs> I don't like it alive. <laughs> either way. That's what I've heard. <laughs> um, um, no, I. I you yeah. see Rick's face. His face is just like I can't believe it. You know, like, oh, like just the pure torture that this guy goes through week after week. <laughs> you know, just hey, I got pigs. I'm gonna kill my. He pigs. was so happy, and I think <laughs> yeah. you know, I I had this conversation with a friend of mine about like the whole farming and the pig thing, and and I said like, why did he have to kill all the pigs? And he made a good point that like. Because the one pig died, and he already said, like, the pigs are probably carriers, too. Mm-hmm. There, there there, would be no point in risking to eat them. So right. sacrificing all three to get the zombies away from the fence so they can fix it makes perfect sense. And, and why he would burn all the stuff afterwards is because, yeah, it's infected. Yeah. And Didn't they say I mean. someone ate pig, too, who got sick? Or a barbecue or something? Didn't they uh, have barbecue? Yes. I and, the, guy that was, the guy that was in a locked cell because he slept walked. So he locked himself up at night so he wouldn't get it right. walk away. And he he locked himself in and uh Yeah, he died on the floor. Yeah. So obviously he had to kill all the pigs. And he was very upset by it. I mean, why wouldn't you be, right? Well, I mean everybody so, yeah. We're too oh, and whew, the thing that I didn't see coming is Tyrese goes to see his girl in lockdown, right? 
she's uh, splitting her own little cell in death row because she might be sick. Mm-hmm. Walks up to the cell, goes to find her, just blood. Just yeah. like blood all over the place. And I'm like, oh, God, she turned into a zombie. Oh, man, poor Tyrese. And then he follows the blood out. No, she was burned. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing I don't understand. Like, it's just, you know, this is the problem with having a large group and a council instead of a dictator. Like, nobody seems to know what's going on. Yep. You know, it's like, this happens, and I didn't, you know, I was like, what? Then why would they kill these people without, you know, obviously they burn the bodies. They, We don't know what happened, but... You know, it seems like it could be set up in two varieties. Like someone figured out that the sickness is causing them to die and they took them out of their cells, hit them over the head and that's why they're bleeding, dragged them out and burned them to death. Or they turned and they killed the corpse, they bashed the corpse and then burned it. Like, but I don't get it. It's just, it seems to come out of nowhere and the show is setting it up as if it's some sort of nefarious deed, which it is, but. Well, yeah. <laughs> you, so you watched the clips of what happened well, uh, of next week's episode right i did and i we we haven't really gotten into like sort of like you know do we talk about what's next on the walking dead when you know really yeah, we're we always sp- do our predictions right? well but so, well, he's not talking over- predictions he's talking talking about you know <laughs> so next, next on season, the walking dead <laughs> well next season uh next week um so <clears throat> really though we got well let's just recap everything so the first mm-hmm. episode um, you know, Michonne goes looking for the governor. Rick gets, you know, almost killed by a crazy woman. Mm-hmm. Um, alcoholic man kills another one of the group, and they barely make it out alive. Episode two, we got a zombie pandemic inside the prison walls, and we have someone sabotaging everything they do between feeding zombies and burning bodies. Most likely the same person or persons, we just don't know yet. Right. I think it's going to be two separate people. And we have Carol... Teaching the kids how to fight and defend themselves. Which I, what do you guys think? Good idea, bad idea? I thought that was a good, great idea. I think it's a good idea. I think it's 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 a fine idea, and it's in more, this situation, it is. It's more fluff than anything. I don't think it's going to amount to. I do. You think it will? I think it will. I don't know. Maybe they like end up stabbing somebody at a at a pivotal moment, but I don't think it's going to be like, you know. That's what's going to happen. One of the kids is going to try self-defense and stab a live person. No, so That would be stupid. So that's how we end. And, Lou, do you want to talk about what they s- did show for next week real quick? Sure. The, what they show for next week that I saw was Tyrese says to Rick, I want to know who did this. Yep. Right. That seems to be their big focus for next week is the plan was not to have those people killed. But somebody decided to take it upon mm-hmm. themselves to do it. Yep. And why would someone do that? Exactly. Are we blaming the little girls again? Is that? <laughs> Whoa. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I figured because the little girls lost their father, they're a little upset. I still, I still blame Carl. Uh, <laughs> that was my first thought. Actually, was Carl. But both those people were way too big for him to move on his own. Not if you shot him through the cell first. I really think it's an unknown character that they're there. It's 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 either the alcoholic man or they're going to set somebody else up. But I think the alco- the alcoholic guy is the only nefarious one they're sort of setting up on the side. So, and this this oh. show is, is typical TV drama where they are constantly 
foreshadowing character moments and you know like we saw carl going douchebaggery 2.0 like a long ways away and then finally he ends up killing someone in season three in cold blood and we saw that coming a mile away you know because because of the way this show sort of forecasts so something's going on with alcoholic man something right but i'd like to also address what they're doing with carl this season Mm -hmm. and at the end of last season we were all kind of like he's in dickhead yeah and this season, rather than them addressing it throughout the course of the this season, it mm-hmm. seems like they addressed it while we weren't watching. Yeah. I mean, it seems like, you know, Rick saw what he... I mean, what happened was Rick realized that he did something wrong in the sense that he didn't teach his, his kid the proper way to defend himself. So he ended up just turning into... Like, he ended up turning into a bad person because of the scenario he was in. And Rick saw that and it's like, okay, you know, you're going to need to learn how to use a gun and how to defend yourself and not be an asshole. And I think we, those lessons were taught, you know, in the off season. And again, like that's, that's boring content. Good content is, is Carl being an asshole, you know, bad content is, you know, the montage where Rick is teaching him how to be a good person, you know, um, and where do you think Carl goes in this season? Do you think he becomes more like, you know, Rick, or do you think he slides back down? No, I think that this season's going to focus on. He might have a few setbacks throughout mm-hmm. the season, but I think they're going to focus on making him Rick Jr. Okay, no, I like that. I think that's where he belongs. I mean, Rick could use, you know, um, a win in his column. You know, like that would be nice for him. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, yeah, no, I agree. I, I just think. Um, I think I think at some point it's going to look like Carl is a bad guy. That's the problem. There's Someone's so many gonna, people. I was just going to say there's so many people that you could probably make out to be a bad guy, like alcoholic man, Carl, um, really any of the new people that you don't really know yet. Um, apparently the little girls, if you're. Lou Page, um, they, they do, they do terrible I, things. <laughs> all I said was I thought that they were feeding the rats to the zombies. It made sense to me. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see the... Like, okay, here's here's a question I, I have to pose before we, we break off. But uh, is the rats... do Okay, if it's not Lou's theory, can you guys think that the rat sabotage thing be sort of like a sabotage from within uh, orchestrated by the governor. Like, do we feel as though two months is long enough for the government, 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 the governor to lay low and start to start these seeds of sabotage at the prison? Or is that just, you know, that just makes him too evil genius. It's too early for me. Like, I don't think they introduced that right now. You, it, to me, if that is the case, if that's the way the show's going, like, it was me all along, come on, he's got a weird curly mustache, like, that just, that does seem like they're setting up the governor as this super, this evil genius type character where, you know, he, this was his plan all along kind of thing, but I like the idea of the governor being broken and on the run and, and you know, because that's the last we saw, he was a broken man. So I think that makes him more interesting when he does come back. But if he comes back as the evil genius that has been, you know, working the prison for two months, that seems far-fetched to me. Can I just say that um, in the comic book, mm-hmm. there was in a the scene comics. where... In the Sorry. comic book, there was a scene where um, Tyrese... 
the when they were in the prison. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, Rick went out to go take care of something, and uh, Tyrese had just lost his daughter, and he went absolutely crazy, locked himself in the gymnasium where they had all the walkers stashed, and Rick came back, and there was like there was seriously like just tons and tons of walkers all over the place. So you just pretty much thought Tyrese just pretty much killed himself, just trying to take out whatever walkers he could. Right. Rick finally gets back, freaks out, and opens up the door. And uh, Tyrese is there all alone with like uh, tons of z- dead zombie bodies everywhere. I hope that happens in the next episode. <laughs> well, we've we've kind of seen that preview with the season four trailer, right? And Yeah. Um, and we did get that scene with Rick, didn't we, where he went crazy down the hallway after his wife died? Yeah, no, we we saw it with Rick, but I want to see Tyrese go absolutely crazy on a bunch of walkers. Well, he's got his hammer, as we've seen. <clears throat> I, I I think that that'll be the end of the mid-season. That's how they'll end the mid-season. Think so? Yeah. Hmm. yeah I think we'll they're see. setting it up for the next episode. Like, well, they, they go out on a run or something, and he's obviously, he's freshly pissed. Like, I don't think there's going to be anything else to get pissed. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be anything else to piss him off, unless his sister dies then Ooh. i guess that's another you know but i think tyrese is you know young love and tearing them apart with gasoline so, it's just i don't know next week we're gonna we're gonna have a pretty excited action-packed episode obviously i think yeah and uh we'll be able to talk about it then i hope so i hope so too <laughs> but for now uh i think we've been rambling on a little bit too long here but uh we got a few things we got to talk about before we get out of here right ryan that we do that we do um, so I'll just run with it. Uh, you guys, we, it's been a while since we talked about this, but, uh, you should look at our Zombies Ate My Podcast t-shirt on Slash Loot now with a handy dandy preview of what it'll look like in black. And I, I gotta say, black. yeah, I ordered the black, um, I'm hoping to have it in in the next couple weeks, uh, and I wanted to make sure we had the black preview up there so people could see what all the different colors we offer, um, I'm I'm just a fan of uh, the black T-shirt from Slash Loot. I have one in the uh, black and gamers in. So I hope you guys go to that website and order because we are a big fan of that T-shirt. I can't wait to get my hands on it. Um, and uh, no listener feedback this week. But if you would like to be featured on the podcast, you can reach us at our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com. Send us an email, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. Want to follow us on Twitter? Send us a retweet, direct message, at reply, at Zombies Podcast. Facebook.com slash Zombies Ate My Podcast. Um, you can find myself on Twitter at R. Murphy. Lou is at Busy Zombie Lord. And Bob is at Bobbert F. Follow That's us me. for all the zombie news and extra life stuff. We're going to be tweeting like madmen. Um, quick shout out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. He did our. Uh, uh, podcast artwork also our t-shirt artwork so you can check them out at joelduggan.com and that's everything that was a lot there you got it all man you i did know well i know you what uh, oh that was great that was amazing so it's almost like i was said. directed by greg nicotero <laughs> oh <laughs> zombie 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 sorry hop, nom, nom. oh no now i'm a zombie <laughs> i love that sound. Uh-huh. Hop, nom, nom, a bunch of times in a row Ham nom nom, ham nom nom, ham nom nom. Doesn't work. Ham nom, ham nom nom. Okay, ham nom nom. You can stop. Anyway, sorry. Um, you know what? Just just go ahead. Stay tuned for us every week coming up for The Walking Dead, 
and um, we'll go over all the spoiler reviews and everything like that. And if you guys have anything you want to add to our talks for The Walking Dead, go ahead and uh, throw us an email or a tweet. And as Ryan said, stick around for Extra Life and mm-hmm. uh, play, play some games with us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's get out of here. Mm-mm. But first, incoming bad zombie joke. <laughs> oh no! Greg <laughs> ah! Nicotero, what have you done? I, I'm I, eagerly I, awaiting this because you were chuckling about this joke before we recorded. That's really? always a bad sign, Lou. <laughs> <laughs> These two were emailed to me. Okay, let me read them both. <clears throat> what is a zombie's preferred mode of transport? Uh, the zombies. Trains. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay, hold on. There's another one. There's a t-shirt idea. If that's not a t-shirt, we got to do that. I'm not going to release this thing, but get a design. Here we go. You ready? Here's the other one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you guys two this week. You're welcome. <clears throat> what kind of underwear and socks do zombies wear? Uh, Haynes. <laughs> uh, I don't get it. I'm a Fruit of the Loom guy, so... <laughs> I just want to thank Ian for emailing me this <laughs> Ian, the first one was good. I gotta give you that. <laughs> what are you laughing at, Bob? My zombie joke. <laughs> <laughs> don't, there we go. Don't close the notes. I closed, the, I closed the wrong box. I was doing it to the, an old conversation. Yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wiggling around and wiggling around and wiggling around. Why would you wiggle? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> I don't know.